Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I feel like I'm a little bit low to low on the thing there. That's good. That's good. That's fine. That's fine. Can you hear me? Okay. Uh, okay, yeah. Go ahead and do that. Go ahead and hit add and do that. Yeah. And then that's what you're going to, what you just had on is what you're going to use at the end. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes and friends, uh, foes in the family and friends who can be foes as well. And to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial. family and evangelistic service family members. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 610, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint, this unique arrangement of the Holy Scriptures allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present, and the future. Today we are reading Proverbs chapter 16, verses 22 through 33. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name. <coughs> Pardon me, Lord. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. We praise you and we thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you 
for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Lord, for those of us who are saved by your grace and your mercy, and who are truly born again, uh, Lord, we individually confess our sins, our failures, and our faults unto you. For Jesus Christ's sake, Lord, please forgive us of our sins as we from our hearts, by your grace, forgive those who have sinned against us. Crush and crucify, Lord, our flesh and the old man within us. And fill us, Lord, afresh and anew with the fullness and the power, the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Spirit. Control us, Lord, by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us, Lord, from your Holy Word that it is not by might nor by power but by my spirit, saith the Lord. So, Lord, help us to walk in the power of your Holy Spirit. Help us to preach and to teach in the power of your Holy Spirit. And, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would indeed deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ from temptation, evil, and sin tonight and throughout our lives. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, for those of us who are saved by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit, help us, Lord, to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent Lord of our sins, and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would, Lord, save those who are lost, even those who are religious but lost, Lord, even those who are religious but lost, church-going but lost in my own family. And Lord, I pray for my wife, Marika White. I pray for her salvation. And Lord, I want her to experience living the Christian life by your power instead of in hers. And... Uh, uh, I pray the same for her mother, for her aunts. I pray the same for my mother and for uh, my sisters and all of our family members especially. Lord, I pray for my own children. I believe most of them are saved. Uh, but Lord, I pray that each one of them would examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith. And Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, 
Lord help people across this country and around the globe to do that to examine themselves and see whether or not they are truly born again for you have shown me there are many religious people but they're lost they think they're going to heaven but they're going to hell so Lord help them to understand uh, to hear and to understand the gospel and to be saved and at the same time, Lord, tonight I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would uh, cast out the devil and the demons of hell in the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias. Uh, Lord, out of uh, my wife's life, Marika White, Lord, uh, every, nearly every Saturday, uh, as you know, Lord, as my children know, my wife, Marika White, has tried to hinder the services for that day or the services for the next day. I thank you for showing me that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, and it was the devil all along behind her doing that. And others in our family have the same spirit. And Lord, I pray that you would drive these devilish and demonic spirits uh, out of the hearts and minds and lives of the people who have them here in my family, in our ministry, and in other churches and ministries and families the world over. Because I know for a fact we're not the only ones who have these issues. And so, Lord God in heaven, uh, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And Lord, we pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons, and his hosts. Lord, from this service tonight, from my family, from the families of all other uh, people who name the name of Christ in this country and around the globe, and Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I do pray for the revival of the saved, <coughs> for the healing of the sick. <coughs> Pardon me, Lord. And for the... Uh, comfort of the grieving in the morning. Lord, uh, all around the world, draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, lift all of our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts and minds, souls, and spirits. We cast all care upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, we pray that you will deliver us from all of our persecutions and distresses and afflictions, cares and worries and anxieties, troubles, problems, and fears from our hearts and our minds, souls, and spirits. We cast all care upon you, for Lord, we know that you care for us. Fill us with your peace that passeth all understanding, your joy unspeakable. And deliver us, Lord, also from all spiritual and mental, physical and emotional, family and financial legal and student loan debt, student progress problems. We pray this prayer not only for ourselves, but for millions of other people who are going through similar things. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <clears throat> that you would indeed protect millions, Lord, as you have.
Thank you for remembering mercy and love in the midst of deserved chastisement, rebuke, and punishment upon your uh, church and upon your creation and uh, upon your people and upon others who don't belong to you, who are not your people, rather, because they have not trusted Christ as Savior. Uh, but the truth of the matter is, Lord, we all, as you know, deserve hell. We thank you for your mercy and grace. And we pray that, Lord, that there will not be a mass housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, uh, or uh, utilities crisis. And thank you, Lord, for preventing that from happening, even though we feel the pain. And I thank you for it. Uh, for, Lord, if it will get the attention of your people, it's worth it all. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray that you will indeed bless and protect, Lord, my family tonight, as you have for many years. And bless and protect, Lord, uh, the families of your people around the globe. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us, Lord, with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us in the precious blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow. And Lord, we pray that you would receive all glory, praise, and honor to your name. Lift up your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, for the salvation, so that uh, for the salvation of the lost, so that they would see him. Grant me your energy, your strength, your grace, your unction and your anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your Holy Gospel, to teach and to preach your Holy Word, and Lord, to simply read your Holy Word. Let your will be done and not ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible. At Proverbs chapter 16, verses 22 through 33. Understanding is a wellspring of life unto him that hath it, but the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise teacheth his mouth and addeth learning to his lips. Pleasant words are as an honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. 
There is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. He that laboreth, laboreth for himself, for his mouth craveth it of him. An ungodly man diggeth up evil, and in his lips there is as a burning fire. A forward man soweth strife, and a whisperer separateth chief friends. A violent man enticeth his neighbor, and leadeth him into the way that is not good. He shutteth his eyes to devise forward things. Moving his lips, he bringeth evil to pass. The hoary head is a crown of glory, that is the gray head. Not the whoremongering head or the whore head, the gray head. If it be found in the way of righteousness, he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit than he that taketh a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but the whole disposing thereof is of the Lord. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word. Thank you for giving us a mind to read it. Now, Lord, help us to remember it. Help us to hide it in our hearts. Help us to understand it. Help us to comprehend it. Help us to love it more and to cherish it more and uh, to see it as more important than our own life. And, Lord, I pray that by your grace and by the power of your Holy Spirit, you will help us to obey it and apply it to our lives and to teach it and to preach it and to preach your holy gospel from it the words of life so that others may come to know you as savior in jesus christ's name we do pray and for his sake amen I feel like singing. Glory, glory. But I will not torture you. I hope the hymns were a blessing to you. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, the living and the dead. That's what we're doing. We're standing between the living and the dead. A service of family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International 
with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David. This is episode number 165. The Prince of Preachers. has chosen uh, to write and to put together this huge volume for our benefit. And we're being blessed by it. And by the way, it is the most popular uh, podcast uh, out of the devotional podcasts. Psalm seventeen fifteen, As for me, I will behold thy face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake with thy likeness. As for me, I neither envy nor covet these men's happiness, but partly have and partly hope for a far better. To behold God's face and to be changed by that vision into his image so as to partake in his righteousness. This is my noble ambition and in the prospect of this I cheerfully waive all my present enjoyments. My satisfaction is to come. I do not look for it as yet. I shall sleep a while, but I shall wake at the sound of the trumpet. Wake to everlasting joy, because I arise in thy likeness, O my God and King. Glimpses of glory good men have here below to stay their sacred hunger. But the full feast awaits them in the upper skies. Compared with this deep, ineffable, eternal fullness of delight, the joys of the worldlings are as a glowworm to the sun or the drop of a bucket to the ocean. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you <coughs> for this volume. That, uh, first of all, we thank you for the Psalms and we thank you, Lord, for leading your servant to expound upon it in such a beautiful and powerful and effective way. Help us to love it more, help us to cherish it more, help us to read it more, and Lord God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you so much <clears throat> for the fact that one of the reasons why we are going through this volume or volumes with your servant he being dead yet speaketh Spurgeon is because Lord uh, you led me to lead my family to read through the Psalms and Proverbs many 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 times down through the years and what a blessing that was what a blessing it is and Lord, I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor for that. Help us to meditate on it and help us to live by it, by your grace. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, 
ladies and gentlemen, we go to the family verses. The family verses. What I have dubbed the family verses. Our family segment in this devotional. And now we're in the passage where God deals with the husband. We were in the passage dealing with uh, that God dealt with the wife. For some reason, God chose to speak to the wife first in those three verses. And uh, contrary to what some sweet evangelicals have taught, there's no such thing as mutual submission in marriage. Just like there's no mutual submission with Christ in the church. The church is to submit to Christ only. Christ is not to submit to the church and never will. But some of you have tried to do that. <coughs> That's the problem. See, That's why we're having the kind of problems we're having in the church today. <clears throat> we have people in the church some who talk much about how much authority they have they try to submit Jesus uh, unto them they want Jesus to submit to what they want and that's why we have so many sad, uh, depressed, defeated Christians, some people who are not even saved. They're mad at God, mad at Jesus because he didn't do what they wanted him to do. And that's the problem. You want, and that's the problem in the home. We have wives and children who want the head of household to submit to them. Uh, young people and, and do, do their will. And not God's will led by the husband and the father. <coughs> that's the problem in the home. That's the problem in America. And that's the problem in the church. We have people who want the pastor to do their will and not God's will. They, in other words, they, they don't want to submit to the pastor. They want to submit. Uh, they want the pastor to submit to him or to them. And we have wives who want their husbands to submit to them and they're not happy and never will be happy. Even if they get that. By the way, Mrs. Steve Nutt is still alive. They just got back from Japan. And they're still serving the Lord. See. So. Uh, in the words of Bishop Daniel White Jr. You can't get things ass backwards. And think it's going to work. You must do it God's way. And Jesus is not going to submit to his church, his bride, his wife, if you will. The bride must submit to him. And if the church does not, they will find themselves suffering from the coronavirus plague and other plagues. So that's how that works. Now God commands the husband. And these are commandments just like what 
God told the wife. These are commandments. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 25 through 32. <clears throat> Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of the water by the word that he might present it to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that it should be holy and without blemish so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies he that loveth his wife loveth himself for no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourisheth and cherisheth it, even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother, and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Now, ladies and gentlemen, especially gentlemen or men, as David Jeremiah would call, call you, men and women, but especially the men tonight, this is a commandment. This is not a suggestion. And God will hold you accountable. And just like he will hold your wife accountable. And your children accountable. God will hold you accountable. About loving your own wife. And love is a many splendid thing. Now, if you have a wife like Mrs. Nutt, who understands her role and her place, and she's willing to do her part, you can have a wonderful lovey-dovey relationship and great fun times together. Obviously, in the church and outside of the church, uh, most women are not that way and most husbands are not what they should be. But love is expressed not only by taking your wife out on a date, but it is expressed also, sir, if you truly love her, to rebuke her when she lies to you or steals from you or lies on her children or neglects her children. And I know it's hard for you to believe, but deep down, on the top, on the front end, she may not like it. And she may express that. But deep down, I'm here to tell you, since you don't know, women are wired in such a way that they will feel uh, that that is love deep down on the inside as well. Or they may huff and puff for a few days. So what? You, your wife has to know that there's somebody in this world Who loves her enough to tell her the truth probably sometimes when she becomes married to a husband the husband may have to tell some truths that the father didn't know to tell because it is a closer relationship and that the mother didn't want to tell 
is incumbent upon a loving husband to tell her the truth about herself. You will never have a working relationship, a working marriage and family if somebody in that family is not telling the truth and being honest about things and, 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 and telling somebody how a TI is and hopefully, sir, you will love your wife, you will love your children enough to tell them the truth. I had a psychology teacher at Texas Wesleyan University. One of the greatest things he ever said, and he repeated this to everybody in the class. I don't know if he was, uh, I don't know if he was a Christian or not. But to have this kind of insight, he must have been. He said, your job as parents is to make your children lovable. And I would add to that, your job as husband is to make your wife lovable. Now, whether she's lovable or not, God wants you to still love her. And the only kind of love that God is talking about here is agape love. See, agape love. It may not be all that romantic uh, because as a husband, you, you need to understand you have to operate like God does. Jesus does in the church. God loves us. Jesus loves us. At the, but at the same time, he wants us to serve him properly with the right heart, spirit, and attitude, he wants us to be obedient. Now, if you're not obedient and you don't do what you are supposed to do as a wife, church wife, to Jesus, or a wife down here on earth, uh, there's no, it's not, as far as I'm concerned, there's not going to be any dates of going out. Because a date is like a reward after you get married. I'm not going to buy you a special ring or some special jewelry, and you won't submit to me as your husband. You won't obey what I tell you, because Jesus Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments. See, love uh, plays out as obedience. And this is another thing that the church has gotten wrong somewhere. I was so glad to see in one of the publications today that one of the Christian publications finally somebody said what I've been saying all along somehow people are being destroyed by false doctrine somehow false doctrine has entered into the Orthodox Church and this is this is one of those things where you think that Somehow you're going to be rewarded when you don't obey God. I don't know where, where you got it from. That's how I'm saying it. I do know where you got it from. You got it from hell. You got it from the devil. Because if you love God, if you love Jesus Christ, you're going to find a way by his grace to obey him. And if the wife loves God and Jesus and loves you, she's going to find a way to submit to the husband and obey the husband. The husband is going to uh, obey Jesus and obey God and love his wife. Under God and under Jesus with the God kind of love. And the father and the mother will love their children. And you will love the people even if they are unlovable. Even when they persecute you, even when they do wrong against you, you still love them. Even when they steal from you and they lie to you and lie on you. You, you still love them. You say, well, preacher, how can you do that? I can't do that. I can't love people who are persecuting me and lying on me and, and stealing from me and, and lying to me. Yes, you can. If you're saved, if you're born again, 
with God's love. Now, I can't explain all of that, but it's pretty easy to do when you have God's love. In fact, God will give you the ability to forgive people even when uh, they have not apologized. The forgiveness is already, see, the, the God kind of love, watch this, the forgiveness is already there. Now, here's love to the individual, though, that many of you husbands don't do. That's why you get frustrated and angry and been out of shape later on. You still need to tell your wife if she did wrong that she did wrong and she needs to apologize to you for the wrong. You've already forgiven her because you got the, the God kind of love in your heart. You're not waiting on that to forgive her. But she needs to do that for her own good. And that's love too, my sweet evangelicals, my sweet brethren and sisters in Christ family members, friends, and foes. That's love, too. Stop thinking that love is not rebuking people. Stop thinking that love is not chastising people. That's love as well. So keep that in mind. And, 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 and you can't go wrong with God's love. Shall we pray? And let's pray for other families. And we'll come back to this same passage on next time. Uh, hearing the commandments of God to the husband. And uh, let's pray for the families that are saved let's pray for the families that are lost and let's pray for everybody let's pray holy father god we pray lord tonight in the holy name of the lord jesus christ we pray for the salvation of all families that are irreligious and don't even know you. We pray that they would come to know you so that they will come to know not only how to go to heaven, but how to live in this life in their family. And Holy Father God, I pray for the revival of those who are Christians and they're in a family. Lord, help them to go back to your holy word and read the whole counsel of God, including Ephesians chapter 5 and chapter 6. And Holy Father God, we also pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for the salvation of all people who don't know you as Savior. We pray for the revival of your Christian people. We pray for the healing of the sick. We pray, Lord, for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning. And Holy Father God, draw them to yourself for salvation. And Holy Father God, we also pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, for all people who name the name of Christ, please have mercy and grace upon us all and forgive us, Lord, of our sins of disobeying your great commandment and disobeying your great commission. And Holy Father God, help us to repent and to do your will and not ours. And Holy Father God, we pray 
in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, that you will help all of us who name the name of Christ to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent and to get back to you, our first love. And Holy Father God, we also pray now not only for the millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague, but Lord, we pray, Lord, for a few by name. Lord, we pray for the family and friends of Germany, Dr. Donat Demichi. We pray for the family and friends of Indonesia resident Farrell Romanov. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Albania resident Denis Doshi. We pray for the family and friends of Albania resident Dario Doka. And we pray for the family and friends of California resident Juan Andre Jr. And Lord, we pray for all of these families that you would comfort them as only you can. Draw them to yourself for salvation. <clears throat> and Lord, we pray also We pray also for Patrick <clears throat> as we pray over the prelates. And Lord, we pray for the thousands of folks who've sent in prayer requests down through the years. Hear and answer their prayers. Hear and answer our prayers for them. And Lord, help us to continue to pray one for another. And we pray for Patrick that you would please renew his hunger for your word. Give him joy. Bless him with goals and hobbies. Give him discernment on which group of Christians he should fellowship with. Deliver him from anger and enable him to be a good father figure for an orphan boy who he knows. Lord, we pray for Joseph. Please bless him, his family, and ministry in Kenya. We pray for Henry. Please heal him from stomach ulcers and hemorrhoids. And bless him with money for surgery. And Lord, we pray for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry. Lord, we pray for the thousands, and we pray for a few tonight by name. We pray for Salman, we pray for Roman, we pray for Zeshank, Janard, Olivia. And Lord, we pray for all of the people who have recommitted their lives to you. Yes, Lord, we pray for the thousands who have done this, and we pray for a few by name. We pray for Safwat, we pray for Cecilia. We pray for Giovanna, we pray for Raul, we pray for uh, Oniber. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you're with us on this Saturday night, and if you're not sure where you would go, if you died tonight, heaven or hell, then you need to listen. You need to listen to the most wonderful, most loving, and most important words ever spoken in history in the history of the world to mankind. They were spoken by none other than Jesus Christ. 
far more important than, than what Socrates and Augustine and Shakespeare said. Divine words. That if you believe them and if you believe in him will change the direction of your life. Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Please understand very clearly that you're in eternal danger. You're in danger of going to hell. In fact, you're on your way to a devil's hell right now. If you have never truly believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, you say, well, oh, yes, I, I, believe, I believe that Jesus Christ existed. I believe him in my mind. I believe that, you know, he's, he was real in history in my mind. But have you, if you will, downloaded him into your heart? Have you truly believed in him for your soul's salvation? Uh, the reason why you're on your way to hell is because we are all sinners. I am a sinner. The Pope is a sinner. The Dalai Lama is a sinner. Even Joel Osteen is a sinner. The Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Now, don't let that be a false comfort to you that we all have sinned. Uh, what you need to be concerned about is getting saved from the power of your sin. Uh, don't sit back and say, well, if we all have sinned, then I'm, I'm okay then. You're not okay. None of us are okay. In fact, we're all on death row. We just don't know when we're going to die. For Jesus Christ said... Or rather, the Word of God says, the wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins. We die because of our sins. Maybe you're learning that for the first time tonight. We don't die because of a car crash. We don't die because of cancer. We don't die because of the coronavirus. We die because of our sins. You say, preacher, what sins? You're lying. You're stealing. You're robbing. You're dishonoring and disobeying your parents. You're dishonoring God by taking his name in vain cursing with his name, coveting what other people have, lusting after other people and things. We all have sinned. And I just named five of the Ten Commandments of God. Should I go on? How about adultery? And on and on. We die because of sin. And God wants you to understand. He loves you. But he wants you to understand. That if you die. Without believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. Before you leave this earth. You will go to hell. And you will spend eternity in hell. Jesus Christ preached that. More than any other prophet or an or apostle in the Bible and sad to say he preached it more than most preachers living today but he preached more on hell than he did about heaven why because he loves you not because he hates you he wants you to take advantage of what he did for you for he was born of a virgin the Virgin Mary that means no man had sex with Mary. Uh, 
before Jesus Christ was born. Therefore, he never sinned. He never sinned in word, thought, or deed. And so he was pure and innocent. God prepared him to be the sacrificial Passover lamb of God for the whole world. For all of our sins. He laid all of our sins on him. Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. Your sins have been paid for. Jesus warned you about going to hell so that you would not go to hell by believing in him. And if you want to be saved from hell and saved to heaven, you must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. As he said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shall be saved. If you're willing to get saved tonight, believe in your heart in Jesus Christ. Put your faith, your trust, and your dependence upon him as the only way for you to go to heaven and not hell. Not on you, not on Buddha, not on Muhammad, not on Hare Krishna or anybody else on Jesus and Jesus alone. For Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. All you have to do is believe in him and call on his name. For the Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So pray and ask him to save you tonight. I'll be more than happy to lead you in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. <clears throat> Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner that I have done evil in your sight repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, Lord, please have mercy and grace upon me. And please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart In you, Lord Jesus Christ, I believe with all of my heart that you suffered, you bled, and you died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of all of my sins and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in your name I pray. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ and you prayed that prayer with me and you meant it from your heart, 
I declare to you, based upon the word of God, you are now saved, you are now born again, and you are on your way to heaven and not to hell. May I say congratulations to you, for you have done the most important thing in life, and that is believe in the Lamb of God, Jesus Christ, who paid for all of the sins of the world for each and every one of us. Now, dear friend, to grow in the faith, to help you to grow in the faith, I want you to go immediately after this service to gospellightsociety.com and read my book. It is a free download titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. You have just entered in through him by believing in him. And so now you need to know what else to do to become a strong Christian disciple. This book will help you. Also, email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you and so that we can send more Christian material to you to help you grow in the faith and be the Christian that God wants you to be. Now ladies and gentlemen, until next time, if the Lord tarries his coming and we live, we'll see you tomorrow. God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good is my prayer. Until we meet again, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, make sure you pray without ceasing if you are a child of God. And if you're not saved, make sure you get saved. Because now you heard the gospel. We're not going to sing or listen to my, one of my favorite hymns, I'll Fly Away Tonight. We're going to listen to one of the great hymns of the faith. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you, Lord, tonight for what you have done, for what you're doing and for what you will do. Lord, in this country and around the globe through the gospel, we pray for more to come to know your Savior before it is eternally too late. And Lord, we pray for your people to pray without ceasing. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time.